felt a change in the weather and told me that you had to journey on. A kiss in the wind and your love was gone. Girl, don't you know it's far too late because you let our love fall apart. You no longer have my heart and I'm doing just fine. Continue podcast episode 141. 141. That's a One. weird number. Yeah. That's, you ever get like into triple digits and the numbers start to sound fictional? <laughs> that one doesn't sound this, real. I feel like. Is this a Seinfeld like, bit? <laughs> hey, what's the deal with math? Um, oh, God. <laughs> okay. That, that person who knows I am a punchy <laughs> Steph Roberts, Dave Roberts. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm, I'm feeling punchy too. Shout out to, 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 I'm I'm gonna call it HBO Max. They can't take that away. Yeah, they can't take yeah. that away. Shout out to HBO Max for apparently taking off all of Space Ghost to Coast to Coast from from the from the streaming service. Uh, I feel like streaming's on its way out. You guys, it's uh, pretty much not go back. Go back. I mean, not not in the way that it used to be. Like we're not getting that that thing where it's like, oh, subscribe to HBO Max and all of your favorite shows are that's cool. oh well oh uh, that. yeah. Also, I will say, uh, Susan, the the it's on the way out. Uh, you, this is the the peek behind the curtain that is show safe that I can give everybody. Um, let's say the year is 2020 and it's mm-hmm. the beginning of the pandemic and everybody's just like, book it, I'm staying inside. It's time to finally watch all of Homeland. Uh, that that era, uh, yeah. Uh, in the the world of marketing and content and all that there was all the money it was just money it's cash 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 here's cash for everybody netflix cash amazon prime cash you want to know how it's going in 2023 you want to know what happens when they have a new show to launch uh we'll get a call from disney or hulu or any of these places and they're like hi i have five dollars to promote this show what could you do for five dollars? Um, we we miscalculated the economic model for this business. We paid two million dollars an episode, yeah. right? And we uh, have ten dollars to market. Sorry. Uh, so yeah, David Zaslav is you know running out of uh, puffy vest money very quickly and trying to make it back wherever he can. And if that includes taking away... And it turns away... out removing shows is more profitable than putting shows on, I yeah. guess. I, and, like, I'm sitting here and I'm like, I still have my, my seasons one through five DVDs of Space Ghost Coast to Coast. They're Smart. just fine. D- we're going to use DVDs in the apocalypse as currency, I think. I, we're going to mm-hmm. fucking... Like, everybody's going to go around and be like, Ah, you need water, eh? Well, our tribe needs copies of Earth, too. I want the Tim Curry commentary tracks. The person who definitely has heard the Tim Curry commentary tracks is Susan Arndt. Hi, Susan. I'd, I'd like to pretend that's not true, but <laughs> it's fuck. It's absolutely true. It it I I watched Earth Two live as it happened every was, week. Every week I was there for it. I was. It was it was the back to back with Sequest, and I did that. I did that thing. I thought it was the coolest shit. I like. I genuinely thought Earth Two was dope as hell. Half of it was really good, mm-hmm. like really, really cool. Because because the one character is like a, is is a plant, 
for the government that they're trying to get away from. And she has yep. clandestine video meetings with them. And then, it, yeah. And then half of it was like, oh, stop it. No, this is dumb. <laughs> this is dumb. So dumb. That's, that sounds like a nice pairing with Sequest then, because I feel like 100%. that had a very similar yes. energy. Yes. It had similar, yeah, it had similar problems because there was the one character on there who was a major heartthrob uh, at yeah, the time. Yeah. And and so, despite the fact that they couldn't act. And uh, so things We're talking got, about Jaws guy, right? Jaws guy was the main heartthrob. Yes, movies. Roy Scheider. 100%. 90s heartthrob, Roy Scheider. Totally. No, nothing totally. got the, the teen beat 17 magazine reading crowd thumping like watching Just, fucking Roy Scheider. I'm going to put him on the cover of Tiger Beat every, every month, watch, but they didn't have home, a choice because I'm the people go home and wanted watch it. My, my VHS copy of 52 Pickup. What's the line from Jaws where he's like, smile, you son of a bitch? Yeah. I just like want a cover of 17 magazines, Roy Scheider, like chewing on the cigarette. 17 magazine. Which herbal essence scent are you? Also, smile. So, God. The Roy Scheider interview. What's your favorite ice cream flavor? <laughs> Topical. Darwin's Bedroom Secrets with Roy Scheider. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I guess I didn't introduce myself. My name's Anthony. Hi. Welcome back to Continue. He's he's loopy as heck, so Uh, y'all are in for it this week. (laughs) Let's fucking do it. We're we're having a real normal one today. Oh, Oh, yeah. Totally normal. We we actually have all been playing video games. That's a cool thing. Um, before we get to the video games, I want to do a little bit of a lightning round. I don't know why I just actually did accidentally go into the radio voice. Hey, everybody, <laughs> I want to go into a little bit of a lightning round. Uh, here we go. First time caller, if you hear the toilet flush, you get oh, eight no. pounds. Wow. <laughs> uh, um, okay, lightning round. Susan, yes. Starfield watch. Yes, yes. Here's what I know about the Starfield watch, because I've been pretty out of touch for the last six days. Yep. The Starfield watch looks fucking tight. Yeah. Starfield looks fucking tight. Yes. People are being weird about the Starfield watch? Okay. I mean, I'm uh, Yeah. Okay. So after. Rant, rant, rant. rant. Oh, I'm just, I'm so. mm. Okay. So after the Xbox showcase, which we'll talk about later in the show, Mm. they had the, the big giant Star field reveal where they really got into what does the game look like how does it play what is the thing sure game the the game looks the hype we had the sandwich pirate was on the stream she's amazing i want to be her best friend talking about how she just goes out in space and she raids ships and she steals their sandwiches and puts them in the cargo hold that she has explicitly for sandwiches i appreciate that they're in on the bed yes it's awesome 100% so uh and then so immediately after the uh the stream they released uh the Starfield controller and Starfield headset both of which are effing gorgeous. That controller is fucking sexy. It like yeah. I'm not like a limited edition controller guy, but that's tight. I I got the controller. I desperately wanted the headset, but I just bought a headset and Yeah. Uh, yeah 
Having more than one controller? Absolutely. Having more than one headset? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I couldn't justify it, but I want it really bad. But then they have the Constellation Edition, of, which is a special edition, and the thing that it comes with, and Bethesda, their special editions always have some kind of physical object. Yeah. And it is a replica of the watch you wear in the game. It's this game's Pip-Boy. Sure. And it looks like a watch. So it's a watch. It it does. It tells the time. It uh, it tells the time. It does like sunrise, sunset. Uh, it syncs with your watch to give you message notifications. There might be one other thing it does. Yeah, it's like it's like a smartwatch, but it's a bit limited in, in what it can do. Yeah, like you can't hmm. make calls with it. You can't add apps to it. Like this is not an Apple Watch. This is a very basic smartwatch. It is a very cool. It is like a, it's a cool it, toy. Exactly, it's a cool toy. It's a cool toy. And people are like, "Oh, man, this watch doesn't need to do anything. It's a glorified Fitbit. I'm canceling my order." I'm like, "Motherfucker! First of all, you're getting the premium version of the game. That's a hundred dollars. The collector's edition is three hundred bucks." So if the game is 100 of that, you are getting this object for $200. I would like you now to go to the store and tell me what kind of smartwatch you can get for $200. Okay. What kind of Fitbit you can get for $200? Exactly. Yeah. All right, now shut the fuck up. Also, were you this upset when you discovered that the Fallout helmet that came out with the special edition wouldn't stop a bullet or, or you know? <laughs> are you because I gotta tell you... I I don't understand why my Fallout helmet won't allow me to go into irradiated places. Why can't I go to Chernobyl and be fine? Yeah, where, where's the where's the 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 nightly news story of some kid like walking into like <laughs> Three Mile Island or something? <laughs> Dumbass goes to Fukushima. Yeah, <laughs> it's a collectible. It is. It is a. It is a thing that you get because you you think it's neat. And it's it looks yeah. like something in the game. You're not buying. If you would like to buy a really good watch, there are lots of places that will sell you a really good watch. The, the yeah. other thing is, is like they, there have been times, long long ago, we we received something to give away at Games Radar, which was the crazy high end, actual um uh uh um. What is it? It's Psycho. 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 S e i k o. Seiko. 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 Yeah. The actual Seiko replica. Like the, was it the Metal the, Gear watch? Of the Metal Gear Solid Five watch. Yeah, that, that's like, that's an expensive watch. Right. Like brand new. It was eight hundred dollars. Yeah, that's an actual. Yes. But like that was also like. <laughs> Spoiler, you fucking chuds. That was also just a watch. It just happened to be fucking awesome. Do yeah. a lot of things. Yeah. But like a nice watch, like a real nice watch, like a luxury watch, costs that much money because it's a machine. Uh, and you're a dummy. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> it's like okay, someone out, like, uh, was it Chris Person was also like, because he's like really weird into this, like the Alibaba storefront scene. He's like, well, can oh, I get, yeah, like, can I get like designer furniture, like knockoff designer furniture at like ten like percent <laughs> of the cost of the actual thing? And he's like, yeah, I can find it. But like, he was looking into what that watch was, and yeah, I think it's like 
kind of it's like a rebranded version of a watch that you could probably get for like a hundred bucks. But again, it's like yeah. you can't. But you it's a hundred bucks. But it's and a, also you can't. You you it doesn't have the Starfield logo on it. Like right. that's what you're paying exactly. for. Exactly. Like yeah. I am not going to sit here and tell argue with you that oh my god it's an awesome watch you should totally get if you have affection for this particular game and you think it's a cool collectible to either use or stick in a cabinet whichever however you roll then then great and if you don't that's totally okay yeah. But then, oh, it doesn't even do anything. I've got yeah, to my order. Shut yeah, up, I, you I'm moron. a sucker for like special editions that have stuff that you can actually use. Whereas, yeah. Like, yeah. I yeah. love Final Fantasy. I look at that $350 special edition of Final Fantasy 16. Like, yeah. the statue's cool. It's not $350 cool. Yeah. No. Yeah. The Starfield but, special edition is way cooler than that just because it's a thing that you could use. I, I also, though, look. This is like all cards of the table. I, I, I do find the era of the special edition as expensive as a console pretty strange. Sure. But, but I have I have purchased one of them and I got the Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster like limited edition box set. Well, like, that the, was. But that well, that the, comes with like vinyl and like a, It came with a vinyl soundtrack and it well, came with is... like really cool figures for the entire series and a brand new book that the only way you could get that book is through that thing and i was like i would buy all this shit individually yeah. anyway whatever <laughs> speaks to you right right like it's your money yeah if you i am not a person who likes statues i know people that have cases full of them because that's their thing thing. cool whatever fine y'all know how i am about video game plushies right like that's my thing so like whatever if you feel like that is meaningful enough to you by all means spend them but yes great awesome and if it isn't i totally get it i don't buy special editions because that's it's usually like some in-game cosmetic items yeah and and you know an art book i will never look at and then you know a keychain or something i don't care I do okay. have the Persona 5 special edition, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, but that shit, that's also tight. Like It is super tight. What did that one come with? Yeah, oh, to... man, it came with all kinds of shit. It's like it came a bag, with a bag. Right? Yeah, yeah, it came with, with an bag. awesome bag, uh, a Monoka plush. Like, uh, yeah, and like, yeah. honestly, like, there are moments, like, this is the thing with that Final Fantasy box set. The only other time I've ever purchased, like, a limited edition that, that was that expensive mm-hmm. was uh, <laughs> I ordered from Capcom's like Japan store when they did the re-releases of the Dungeons and Dragons arcade games like a few years ago. And like part of the fun of that is the box itself is like a display piece of art. Oh, like, it's, it's this I love big, that. Yeah. Painted, gorgeous thing that is like an actual art object. You can yeah, put it yeah. on a shelf or a wall and it is an art object. Um the thing that we yeah. should all get mad at is Atari selling replica PCBs without any of the components on it. Let's just for I two hundred and fifty dollars. Freaking outrageous! Like that. That's like I if if I mean, granted, the schematics are intellectual property, but if I had one, I could go to like a print shop and they could print it and send it to me for like ten bucks. I can't imagine if uh, a ima- I can't imagine a world where like the people who also made the atari vcs and uh, atari hotel the, the atari I mean, the hey, gamer hotel credit yeah. to atari at least the vcs is a product that you could purchase 
grifters. Unlike yeah, it's uh, bad. Unlike, uh, it's the Amico, so bad. I don't. Uh, I, I I can't say the Amico because I don't want yeah. Tommy Tallarico to. Uh, He's gonna come here and <laughs> yeah. <apparate. laughs> and, just show up on our podcast and and call us like Tommy Tallarico has like a call us the is an old like monster energy drink tattoo here that he uses like Voldemort to summon all the like eighties gaming business chuds. <laughs> Next topic: lightning round. Continue, <laughs> Susan. Susan, <laughs> Susan. I know you don't have a lot to say because Diablo Four is apparently just Diablo. It's Diablo. But I like Diablo. Diablo's cool, man. I love I love a, a, a like wandering into a room and there's just a bunch of skeletons that still explode blood. Like I like yeah, that. Yeah, there's I mean it's just it's just so it's got some stuff in it. If they made some changes that I think are good. They made some changes that I mean it's just so clearly designed to be played on a PC. It hurts me. Like you cannot make your inventory screen full screen at all that's, that's pretty that's that's like diablo 2 though right like back in the day i don't like, know that's not how like it, diablo 3 i know that no it's not it's not yeah. diablo 3 is like a, a console game well because diablo 3 when it yeah. came out on console it was it was built in an era when like text was legible on a tv uh, uh they don't yeah. do that anymore yeah so yeah <laughs> dude fucking i all right related to that subject of text I played the Final Fantasy 16 demo, and I don't want to abandon Diablo yet. We'll get into okay, Final Fantasy I, yeah. 16 a little bit more in a second. But, like, the text is like, I didn't know there was a 0.5 font. <laughs> like, that's incredible. And so mm. I, I bumped it up, at like, from normal font size to medium font size for the subtitles. And now it's like I'm in a fucking <laughs> hospital where, like, you know, like, they got CNN on in the other fucking room, so people a hundred feet away can see it, and it's like three words. I'm like, there has to be a state between these two. There has to be. I a mean, way. At, at least there's a discernible difference. Like I remember when was the God of War caught a ton of flack for having like really small text, and like, oh, we've patched it so you could increase the text size. I. I swear that slider didn't work. I did not notice any difference in no turning difference. The, the the text size up. I maybe just, I maybe I just can't tell. But no. Sega solve this, guys. Like, look at Persona Five and look at the Yakuza games, and there is a perfectly acceptable font size for everything, and it looks good on a laptop and it looks good on a TV. Just do that. Just please. You guys should see fucking Jedi Survivor. There's like the lore menu. It's like click this fucking button to see the lore and the text. Is like I literally had to like get up from my TV and be like, "Oh, e. what? I I have I don't need glasses. I got I got eyes that work. You fuckers. Uh, so what class? Nice. What class, what class did you go with? Oh, I so I that's the other thing. Like all the classes that are out now are like boring. So it's rogue, barbarian, sorcerer, necromancer. I'm like, I just want to be a monk. I want to be a monk. Where's the monk? And the monk, will, you know, will be out later with one of their updates or whatever. Sixty dollar expansion. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Here's so here was my moment of okay. So coming from the background that we all do, we have insight into 
what it takes to actually make a game, especially make a game that is a live service. We understand all of the various moving parts that drive this. And we know plenty of people who do this. We have, you know, there are friend, various friends of the show who are, who are developers and who make all that stuff. And, and we, we know this. That said, we are still also consumers. And I do believe that as a consumer, you do have a certain reasonable right to get something that fucking works. <laughs> so, so I sit down after after work one day and I'm like, I'm just, you know, I'm going through some stuff. I just want to just kill shit, get loot for an hour or two so I can kind of come back to center. And, and it wouldn't work. And the, it would just, it would, it was like, now, you know, four minutes, you know, in the queue, four minutes and it would count down. It would get to, you know, zero. And then it would just start over again. And it just, it got kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until I think I was up to like 6,000 minutes. Uh, in the queue until I finally said, okay, okay, okay. And here's the thing. For a single-player game that you're attempting to play, too. Right? Yeah. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, this is clearly unacceptable. Yeah. The game had two stress test beta periods. It's been out early. Like, it's already been out to early access people for five days or what have you, five, six, seven days. This shouldn't be happening. Yeah. I paid $70 for yep. this. And yeah. I, I was pissed. I was pissed because that, that is unacceptable. Yeah. But I'm like, and, and, you know, I was talking to my husband about this and I'm like, and I want to say something about it. And, but I'm also the people who are working on this, something odd has happened. Something has broken. Mm-hmm. Something like something went screwy. They went to fix something over here and something over there broke it is clearly one of those situations sure i don't need to be adding to their stress because they're trying to fix it as fast as they possibly can but yeah they're not happy it shouldn't shouldn't happen at all right that's it's different that is different than the you know like look we understand that like this is like a feature that has changed because you you didn't anticipate user behavior Right, That's right, not right. what this is. This is like yeah. basic functionality. I've, I've heard people getting like 60 hours into a hardcore run and losing their character because they died because the server uh-huh. disconnected like, yeah, during yeah, a battle. Dude. Like, like it, why would you fucking touch that game again? If we're, if we're, if we're gonna be okay, in... but hardcore run is if you die, that's it's permadeath. Yes. Yeah. That's a player choosing to, to do that. If you're I mean, doing that with an online service, you're a fucking crazy (laughs) especially at launch too like give it some time if we're gonna be in this era where you can no longer purchase a complete finished functional yeah work on an object yeah then you cannot charge full price for it yeah i like i like that is that's both like that's both capitalist brain and it's fucking, uh, you know, uh, art brain because you, you can't like, you know, there was the, the hullabaloo a couple of weeks ago. People were like, oh, you know, uh, Square is like reportedly worried about pre-order numbers for Final Fantasy 16. And it's like, 
well, yeah, motherfucker, maybe you shouldn't be like maybe $70 is an economic price point that people have trouble with up front. Also, and also having it exclusive to the PlayStation to, uh, 5, yeah, which is a $500 uh, console. Yeah. Right. And so like Susan, I had a almost I, like very similar experience, not with Diablo last week, but with Street Fighter. And so you paid seventy fucking dollars for Diablo. Mm-hmm. Look, uh, no embarrassment. I paid one hundred and ten dollars for the digital copy of Street Fighter Six because that, that, that's like I, what the the did the deluxe. I, I like, wanted, I, yes, I wanted all the characters for the first sure. year. Yeah, I wanted the stages. Yeah, I wanted the costumes. I wanted, yep. I wanted it all. And uh, guess what happened for the entire first week? And they still haven't fucking fixed this. The when I downloaded it from PlayStation Network, it wouldn't recognize what edition I purchased. It just gave me the base game. All of the extra shit oh, that I paid no. for was not there, and it didn't matter how many times I uninstalled and reinstalled it. And this happened to dozens of people. So this isn't even access to online service features. This is this is Sony's like network. Shit. Oh, this is the no. hardcoded shit that I paid for. I had to go like multiple times, like go into the PSN settings, reset all my licenses. And the thing that fixed it is like, God bless the Reddit user that found out this worked, which is down had, by the way. Cause they're, uh, cause right. They're fucking Reddit. over The CEO is yeah, fucking Reddit, Reddit over, over. So they're, they're yep. protesting that. So good luck finding that information now. <laughs> yeah. I, I like, I got in just under the wire to find this shit. So, what I had to do was I had to download the PlayStation app to my phone, log in, go to my purchases in the PlayStation app, where it shows that I have purchased apparently all three separate editions of Street Fighter Six, Standard, Deluxe, and Ultimate, and then had to click on Ultimate and there is an option to launch to your PlayStation 5. Like, for some reason, there's a feature you can turn on a game through the app. Yeah. On, like, so I had to launch the Ultimate Edition. Wait, and that well, it's not even downloaded from there. Like, you have to start the game from your mobile phone. Yes. That was the only Every that was time the you only want to thing. play. That was the only thing that made it work. That was the only thing that made it function. No, but that like initialized it, right? Now it recognizes that you have now, the ultimate now, edition. Now it recognizes. Okay, well, so we, you don't have to do that every time. We'll see, because oh. on my PlayStation Five, it still says standard edition. The costumes and stuff are there, so when they release the first downloadable characters, we'll see if I get them. Oh god! But again, all of this shit, I can't even go buy a yeah. copy. Of yeah. Street Fighter Six in a store that I can just put in my machine without the internet and play that game. It's horseshit. Yeah. And more and more shit's gonna happen, like Final Fantasy 16, where people are like, oh, the pre-order numbers aren't what we want to see. Well, you know why, kids? Because you can't keep doing this to people. Mm. They will revolt. Yeah. And not pay you money dollars anymore. I mean, you're, you, I'm seeing more people openly talking about pirating, like, movies and TV shows because of, like, what's happening with the streaming networks, like, pulling shit down. And yeah, man. Than I have in, like, a decade. It's wild. Yeah. Like, yeah. people are going to put up with it. Susan, you have to teach you them the old ways of LimeWire. And- <laughs> Kids, welcome to the story of Kazaa. 
Oh this is my the God. only way that you can buy a shared shareware what? copy of Hexen. Once uh, upon a time, <laughs> there was a happy puppy. <laughs> <laughs> we would download a song called Legend of Zelda System of a Down dot MP3. Uh, we didn't know. Su- Susan, have you lost anything in Diablo? Like, have like have you like have you experienced any of that shit? Like, it's all still there. No, nothing like that. It's just. <sighs> See, I thought, here's what normally happens. I'm going to let you in a little behind the scenes here. I will frequently ask my husband, hey, do you want to watch X or do you want to play Y? And he'll go, no, 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 I don't have any interest in that. (laughs) And then I'll start watching it or playing it in front of him. And then after a while, he'll go, wanders in. that looks that looks like fun. You having fun with that game? Yeah, you know it's pretty great. Oh, okay, maybe maybe I'll maybe I'll play with you. Oh, well, oh, really great. That's what. So I fully expected that to happen with the Diablo because we played the crap out of Diablo three together. Three, yeah. Uh, but he will <laughs> not leave Zelda. He he refuses to abandon his his true love, and so I've been playing it my by myself, and it's like I mean it's Diablo, and it's just it's just not as fun by yourself. Uh, all right, that's that's uh, next topic. Yep, wrong. See, uh, see how I served up that that. You, oh that, my god, just yeah. a fucking flawless mm. transition. There you go. I actually like. Well, I don't want to linger on this because I feel okay. I feel like everybody is like the entirety of gaming has gone to the fucking old country buffet that is Zelda, uh, and they're like, "Why did I get two different kinds of mashed potatoes?" Oh. Uh, in fact, are, I, when I was eight, I threw up at a old country buffet because I like, ate too much. Oh, and no. everyone throws up at an old country buffet eat at some point. Too much mashed potatoes. It's the if, mashed potatoes. If, just, if you, you can get as much as you want. Don't put that much macaroni and cheese next to that much pudding, humans. That's just, what are you doing? It's flawed. Flawed reasoning. Uh, I, I would have loved to have like opened an old country buffet like right in the middle of peak COVID. Been like, this is how I'm going to do it. That'll learn them. I'm going to make a million dollars in America. Um, so, quick Zelda update from everybody. <laughs> Susan's out. Susan is out. I'm out. Dave, are you in? I'm still in, but I just I haven't had a lot of time to. Uh, like my son's been up here visiting for the past month or so, so I just haven't a lot, had a lot of time to play video. I've basically played the Final Fantasy 16 demo, and that took me three days to finish, which is a two-hour demo. The only so. the only way you can be a parent at, with Zelda is if both people are like engaged in like trading off the controller and playing mm-hmm. and like comparing notes, or if you want to do the approach that my daughter and I have created, which is just bits. Lyra doesn't want to play. She just wants to do bits with Resident Evil and Zelda. And guys, what the, does that mean? Doing what is bits? Doing it, means, bits. It, it means like mystery science. What, is she doing science. a type five on yes, open mic yes, night? Like- yeah, yes, literally. All right. I, I have been so excited to tell you guys this. And I didn't want to text you because it's worth hearing out loud. So, bits. Lyra wants to just mystery science theater her way through video games. That's all. She, that's what she lives for. Nice. So, during like the peak week of trying to beat Tears of the Kingdom, mm-hmm. I gifted my child her first experience 
of seeing the honey badger. Oh, nice. Nice. So at one point, like I, you can imagine that I play tears of the kingdom, like an asshole. Like, it's just like, shocker. What human can I strap to a balloon and send them? Yeah. Lyra is sitting next to me. And she's like, Link is like the honey badger. And I was like, what? And she goes, yeah, Link don't give a shit. <laughs> Link will just go. <laughs> she just fucking, st- she's like, Link don't give a shit. Link will walk right into a mob Link camp and fuck everybody. <laughs> Link, will <eat laughs> Link will eat up all their meat metals. Link don't give a shit. And I'm like, holy shit, you're seven. <laughs> you are the coolest person I've ever met. Yeah. 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 So that's that's the only way you can play Tears of the Kingdom. While being a dad is if your kid is like linked to your shit. gonna go into that moblet kit. <laughs> Eat all their meat and apples. <laughs> oh, he got okay. bit by that snake. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Link had to build a big stupid robot? Ugh. <laughs> that was the whole thing. Oh my uh, god. Yeah, so Dave's not playing it. Susan, what what broke you? What was the moment where you were like, life's too short? Hey, what? The, I want to stress, this game is brilliant. Yes. It's incredible. I mean, it's incredibly well made. It's it is The music is great. It's beautiful. I'm sad that you cannot have a skeleton horse above ground. I feel like that's a design flaw, but that's for another show. But it's an Elder Scrolls game. Yeah, it is. It is 100% an Elder Scrolls game. More so and, than Breath of the Wild was. And if you're... For me to... which By which I mean, forget the main story because it sucks. You Just go <laughs> off, just go wander the countryside and you'll stumble into things. And the stuff you stumble into is fun mostly right like some of it's kind of but it, it's fun to do things Just my cool. uh inability to reunite koroks with their little friends is hilarious <laughs> i it's like i laugh out loud at my failure because every single time i don't understand physics apparently so it's just I'm like oh oh no oh bye i'm sorry <laughs> right like i do that a lot but in order to keep wanting to head out into the wild and just stumble into the the sort of stuff that you stumble into, you have to really be invested in the world, or, d- or like, or have some kind of incentive, which there is not one. Something. I don't care about these people. Yeah, they're not interesting. They're 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 at best they are <laughs> neutral, right? But half of them are just actively annoying. Yeah. And so, like, I don't, I stopped, I did a whole lot of stuff. I went, I did three temples of the main story. I did all sorts of side quests. I, I great. I, I get it. Cool. Like, I, yeah. I sampled what cool. that game has to offer, and I had my fill, and I'm moving on. Yeah. I, I, well, I get it, too. Uh, and I get it in the same way that I've always gotten things like Skyrim and GTA. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did go the distance. I beat this game. Uh, 
I posted the the ending screens on Twitter so that you know, Just, like uh, I did. You know, it's like when people acquire a company, they got to do their due diligence. I did, I did like my, my due like, diligence and shit talking. Like, here's proof, everybody. Now I can talk shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I and like you know, there are moments like the story stuff can be very, very cool, like really cool. Um, and I will like give I will give this up. Uh, the final fight culminates in a thing that is like very stirring. Uh, like it, spoilers, spoilers. If you don't want to hear about the final fight of Tears of the Kingdom, skip ahead, everybody, about five minutes. But you, you know, you fight Ganon. <laughs> hey, there's Ganon. Uh, he's the bad guy. <laughs> what? Uh, but like, you know, you have to descend, but into the like the underworld beneath the castle, and there's another castle in the underground under the castle, and you go through, and then you fight Ganon. But when you like fully fight Ganon. He, like, the big spoiler, like, when you find the Master Sword, Zelda turns herself into a dragon dragon to survive survive the years. And then fucking Ganon turns into a dragon, and it's like, you ride Zelda. Not that way. Fucking gross-ass bastards. Uh, You're the one who said it. I'm sure you have you. Well, the other way to express that thought was Mount Zelda, and that's not good. No, not good. Not good. Uh, so like, yeah, and then it's like a dragon fight in the air, yep. and like it's it's fucking cool. Like it's way less annoying than the boss fight that precedes it. And like, I was about to it. say that Ganon fight is bullshit. It is fucking bullshit. And you know, look, uh, the one thing that I came away from Tears of the Kingdom with is while I I do find the design of the world and all of its money components truly ingenious and i think Mm -hmm. that is the important word ingenious because like designing something that deeply complex that like makes you feel like you're fucking copernicus when you solve one puzzle the way it was Mm -hmm. meant to be solved it's a remarkable achievement to create that kind of largesse uh i i am surprised by the lack of passion in my reaction to it one way or another like you guys remember my reaction to breath of the wild it was extreme to say the least (laughs) yeah uh but you know i finishing it was a reaction it was a reaction yeah and i i've thought about nothing but choice paralysis in the wake of playing this game you guys familiar with the concept of choice paralysis sure you know present a human being with more than 25 options for something and they are numbed emotionally yeah. and have trouble making a distinction. And I've heard people describe Tears of Kingdom, Tears of the Kingdom as ADD the game, where it's like, what's that over there? What's that over there? What's that over there? And that is what this is. And yeah. like, if ever there was an object lesson in the uh, the meaning and power of restraint, it is this game. Because Breath of the Wild was a phenomenon, I think, in part because of how sparse it is. And because of, for all of the freedom and for all of the activities that it offers, there's ultimately not that much to do. Mm. There's like, there's a lot of like opportunity to create your own fun. It's kind of the phenomenon that was GTA 3. GTA 3 gave you all this freedom, but there really wasn't that much hard coded in it to do. There was also being very simple. It was easy to digest. It was easy to understand. And those big moments, however you got to them, were profoundly memorable because of how you encountered them in the first place 
I think Tears of the Kingdom is destined to, you know, uh, we're going to see this rep- the reputation of this thing fade very quickly. And then it's going to be like, you know, people will return to it years later, Majora's Math style, and be like, oh, actually, these parts of it were brilliant, blah, 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 blah. But it's never going to be like the institution that its predecessor was. It will continue mm. to sell. It will continue to do very well. But I feel like uh, to say that it is less than the sum of its parts, <laughs> it would be like saying the number, like like the concept of pi is less than the sum of its parts. There's so much of it. It's It goes on and on and on and on forever and ever and ever. And, you know, it's impossible to sort of connect to in any kind of meaningful, powerful way. I was about to say what the key difference between this and an Elder Scrolls game, because I in oblivion, I bounced off Skyrim only because I don't like snow. Yeah. I don't like playing <laughs> in snowy environment. I know it's stupid. It's dumb. No, it makes sense. No, I get it. I, it makes no sense, but I don't, I don't enjoy snowy environments and I don't like the whole Scandinavian aesthetic of that whole, I don't like it. I don't dig it. So I bounced off Skyrim. I say bounced off. I played it for about 75 hours. <laughs> Oblivion, I think it was 400 last like time thousand. I looked. Yeah. yeah. Because here's the difference. Yeah, it's the same. Look over there. Look over there. Ooh, what's that? What's that? But it's you. You are connected to that character because if the character is whatever you want it to be. Link is basically just your hands. Yeah. He's just. He is... <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's so well put. That's crazy. You know, there's no. What do you, What do you get excited about? What are you? What do you? There's no emotional connection. Because I like it's the way all, he says. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he, he's even like less of a vessel for the player than he was in past games because, like, the moment there is story, it's so explicit and so yeah. overwrought and so dramatic. Well, and that. Yeah, and like the the story in like Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, like he's not even a part of it. No, no. He, it's 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 all reactive. It's all reactive. Uh, you know, whereas like I think like the stories that people found really powerful in the past with other things like Wind Waker, it's just like like they're impressionistic. They're just like these big moments, and then you're filling in the space between them. Whereas mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild just like will like you like like here's like. 10 minute cutscene, 10 minute cutscene, 10 minute cutscene. I don't know, man. I, I, it was, it was very good. It's a brilliantly crafted game. Yeah. It, I feel, I love the music. I like the music that plays when you are riding your horse. Incredible. Is a moment of pure joy. Yeah. Uh, I, it's funny. I'm, I'm, we've talked about this in the past. I'm always suspicious of my reactions to things just because of my age. Mm. Like, you know, same. I'm, yeah. I'm that's, that's not the right. That's not writer. the right Zelda. Uh, and like, you know, I, I say, uh, is it this part of my life? You know, like I call and it I like the like Celeste, Celeste conundrum. How would I have I like- reacted to Celeste when I was 15? I would have fucking started a religion around that game. Like, <laughs> uh, but you know, I, I I can say within the past couple of years, I've had experiences like Returnal yep, and like Hollow Knight and things that like I will think about for the rest of my life. Like so they are good. so powerful and so potent. And <laughs> if I, will, I am hard pressed to remember anything 
about Tears of the Kingdom after playing it over the course of three weeks. And like, I know I did stuff did mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. I remember the end, but in the middle, I just did things and that's it. I just did. Things. I just did things. That's it. Exactly. Yep. And I, I finished it with so many other things to do and there's literally no reason to do it's it. And like, frankly, and like this, this is going to sound very cynical and grim, like, yeah, there is more to do. There are plenty of dopamine hits waiting in all those shrines I didn't complete. I could get all that rush. I could make my brain okay. feel good for a second. But so can cigarettes. Like, <laughs> I, I, lo- I really enjoy the shrines because I love a good puzzle. Sure. Yeah. Right? That's it. Great. Line them up and let me Professor Layton that shit. Right. And I'll do it. I'll do all of them. Having to be like, oh, it's over there, and then it, you follow the mirror, the beep, 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 and the t- you know what? <laughs> nah. Dave, in a, in a dystopian scenario where you and I have to like hide something from Susan, all we need to do yeah, is please. create a gauntlet of laser-based puzzles <laughs> in, in a snowy place. Lasers and we'll mirrors. Just, we'll just go to a snowy place. <laughs> and just like, Ooh. It'll work. Yep, she'll never get past all the laser reflection. Like, oh, nope, fuck this shit. I'm out. Nope, not doing it. Uh, (laughs) The documents aren't worth it. Uh, (laughs) Next topic. Uh, Guys, Final Fantasy 16 demo starts and some a lady in absurd armor walks up to a fucking beefcake looking motherfucker who looks like he's on more steroids than Sergeant Slaughter was back in the heyday. And goes, she goes, you cock. And then she jumps into his arms and he starts kissing her boobs. Yeah. Did you know that the Final Fantasy developers watched Game of Thrones? And I, because they did. Like, like, you cock. And then boob kissing. Final Fantasy, they say fuck now. A lot. I I was like, so Kate's sitting there and Lyra's sitting there. When this oh, dude, this game is rated M for mature, dude. We played all of Resident Evil 4 together. Okay. And, and, but, and I look at Kate, I was like, how was I supposed to know that boob kissing was about to, like, be there within minute one of Final Fantasy 16? And she's like, uh, you know, it's a video game. And I'm like, no, that's Final Fantasy. And, like, the giant box that came with pixel remaster is just sitting yeah. on my shelf next to fucking like like a copy of final fantasy 15 nothing in history with maybe the exception of stranger of paradise but even then i don't, I don't know final fantasy 15 does open with a uh, boob lady at the gas station yeah posing well, over your car look uh like somebody who's essentially Dude, wearing a glorified like thong and bathing suit is different than somebody aggressively moving into like let's chill and fuck in yeah. like the first yeah. Yeah, no, seconds. Th- this game, so yeah, the demo dropped a couple days ago, and it's a pretty sizable demo. It's basically the first two hours. Uh, your save data carries over, and then once you finish it, you unlock uh, an iconic challenge mode, which is basically just another section of the game, but you can't carry your progress over to give you more powers. That's when the game really, like, really sold me. But, like, right out of the gate, 
they want to make it clear that this ain't your daddy's Final Fantasy. Oh, Jesus. I find it so mortifying. I find, like, and I, I want to be clear, I, I ended up loving this demo. Yeah. Uh, that it, by took, the end, it takes some time to get there. It, came, but it I, takes it, some time to get there. Like, Susan, like, this escalates, and it's, like, all that. And then in, like, the final moments of the demo, there's a thing where it's just like, hold it right there, idiots! And, like, it, like, does a swooping camera to, like, a Lancer knight in front of a full moon on top of a castle. And it's just, like, evil Imperial Lancer knight. And he does, like, fucking flips and shit down into a courtyard. And I was like, ah, ooh, oh, there it is. So, yeah, this, so God, this is a Final, Final Fantasy. Fantasy. <laughs> yeah. I was like, ah, all right. I, I'm going to play this still. But up to that moment, I, like, the, 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 I find nothing. I find it, like, the, I'm not going to be, like, the middle-aged guy that's like, that's so cringe. Because uh, I'm not an idiot. But, like, <laughs> I find it so genuinely mortifying. Like, I am embarrassed for life itself. Like, I want to look at the planet and be like, I'm so sorry we went in this direction. When, like, anything tries to do, like, this is what real grown-ups like. This is yeah. what grown-ups are into. Let's kill and fuck. Like, it's so embarrassing. And, like, why? Why do that? Like... Who thinks that's cool? Like even fourteen-year-olds don't think that cool. Am I naive? Not a, like that's not a rhetorical question. Am I, I being naive? I don't think. So. Well, okay. This actually ties into why I have been part of why I've been into a a bad headspace this week. I I need I need I need I need I desperately need men to stop being disgusting about women's bodies. Literal. Okay, wait. Re legit. Okay. From the plane yesterday, everybody I was flying home yesterday, and I was like, "What's a movie that I haven't seen? Because I'm too tired to read." And I was like, "Oh, look, they have John Wick four. Oh, okay, awesome." Exact quote to my wife. This flight is very long, and this John Wick movie is very, very dumb. dumb. I have come up with a plan. I am not going to watch a movie or a TV show about a white man for the whole summer. Because I can't take it anymore, Susan. I'm right yeah. there with you. I just, yeah. I'm, please, I, keep going. I'm right I there with you. So I, wa so I watched a documentary about Woodstock 99. Oof. Which I highly recommend. It's called Trainwreck. It's on Netflix. It's an excellent documentary uh, about uh, all the things that went wrong. And, and and if you are, as a person who has organized a convention, I get why they made all the decisions that they did. But someone should have been there to tell them, oh, this is a terrible yeah. idea. Yeah. Anyway, a big part of the problem was young white boys who thought they were entitled to women's bodies. Yep. And then, so I see that. And then, last weekend, I was at a Dallas Fan Expo. It's basically Comic-Con. Huh. And uh, Aaron Reynolds of Effin' Birds fame was there with a booth. I was helping him with his merchandise. And so he was in Artist Alley. So I walked around Artist Alley. And, art, and the artists, amazingly talented. 
They're incredibly, incredibly gifted artists. And the, and the art, art fell talent. into three right. categories. Hyper-realistic representations of characters, be they comic book or TV or whatever, like the guys from Supernatural. It's this piece of art depicting those actors. Stuff like that. Uh, comic book art. You know, just straight up, like, here's Harley Quinn, here's Boys Diving, whatever. Porn. Mm-hmm. And porn. And then, and well, actually, four categories, because porn, but then also Star Trek characters as cats, which was a very strange subgenre, and there was a I lot of it. I think we could have stopped Was there more than one porn. artist doing that? <laughs> I think we yes. could have ju just included that in the first category. But, <laughs> but like, yeah, I'm like, okay. And here's here's why this was really upsetting to me. If you are drawing a faithful rendition of a comic book character like a Poison Ivy or a Wonder Woman or a Poison or 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 a Harley Quinn, she's already sexy, right? But that's not enough. Yeah, they have to then make it obscene, actual mm -hmm. pornography, or just take her clothes off or whatever. And I can't fucking take it anymore go jerk off go get a hooker i don't know calm the fuck down i really really need men to stop being like this I, like i just look i'm not i i like i'm not gonna act like i'm like not human and don't like things that I like you guys know me like I will play a thing like of course I have a statue of Cammy, and like I like I'm not like gonna be like well it's because of the artist for the Street Fighter like I find Cammy a very attractive character I, I I have thought it and that's like hard coded like Super Street Fighter 2 came mm -hmm. out when I was like a pubescent boy like it's a thing I saw and I reacted to and I still respond to it but I also don't like it's funny, like, that is so much different than the, like, aggressive <laughs> Final Fantasy sixteen. And this is, this is what I'm talking about. You say, do teenagers like that? I think the, the kid who's grown up with the internet mm. and has ready access to all the imagery he could possibly want, yeah, probably does like that. That's a fucking bummer. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, Dave, what? Like, what was your reaction to the like, like, ooh, it's all so serious. <laughs> like, it, like, the, like it's the, just, it, it's, it's a lot to take in all at once. Yes, they they go really hard, really fast. Where it's just like, and it like not just like tone, but like. It's the kind of like the problem that a lot of people have with Final Fantasy 13 where it's like, oh, they're just dropping names like Dominant and like <laughs> the like like names of cities and kingdoms and groups and you're just like, who the fuck is anyone? Um uh, it's just it's a lot to take in. Yeah. And it's not until you get like 2 hours into that demo when they start zooming in on the personal struggle of like the main character and, and it gets his awesome. Joshua. Yeah. yeah, and it does get awesome. And then like where it leaves the demo, I was just like, oh come on, you can't stop here. because uh, it's like okay, like okay, I'm I'm in. But yeah, like it is like they go 
like like within minutes like they there's that scene and then there's just scenes where like like you're they're doing the big like cinematic there's like rocks falling everywhere you have to run through uh and like they're just characters shouting like fuck 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 and it's like oh okay i guess i guess they say fuck now uh in my final fantasy game like it just it feels like like i'm not I'm not a prude when it comes to swear words. Like if it makes sense for your story, like I I say, I curse all the time. Like that's not the problem, but the problem is like there, but it should make sense. And there's tone. It's tone. And it's, and it's writing too, because like someone who is a good writer can make, like I I just watched, I know Susan hates this movie, but I watched the big Lebowski the other day. And I hate this movie. It's, like everyone's cursing up a storm, but it never feels like forced. It's just like these right. are the characters and who they are, and that's just what they do. But when you try to like shoehorn it into like, I don't know, like it's like it, when it's, they cur- it's like when they said fuck on Star Trek Discovery. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, like look, st- mm, like come on, like why why do that? Like this we, doesn't fit, and yeah. like it yeah. like. And maybe 16 gets to a point where it's, like, earned that tone, but right out of the gate where they choose to start that story, because the thing, I think a lot of it, too, is just, like, you can't just start a video game, like, where that game starts, where it's, like, you have the intro, which is, like, this big explosive scene, and then something happens, and it cuts to you, like, 10 years later when you're a teenager, and it's much slower introducing you to the characters and the world and that's when you really start to develop those hooks into what it's trying to do but you can't start a game right. slow like that you have to go boom right out of the gate because otherwise you're going to bore people apparently it's, yeah the, to- the total the, you know, go ahead Susan. here's what bumps me out though okay yes 15 starts with a pinup at you yeah. know bending over your car fine but that's not what that game is about. That's not even no. what that intro is about. No. It's about the friendship of those men. Yeah. And it's beautiful. And 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 the like, okay, yeah, put a pretty girl in there, and the guys can like be like, that is a pretty girl, and I like looking at her. Fine. That's fine. Yeah. That is so different tonally from what you're describing. And that's yeah. really disappointing. I like like it's funny. I mean it, like they don't even like comment on Cindy nope. in Final no. Fantasy 15. No. Like it, mm-hmm. that's just like but Pronto and, like, has a crush on her, but like yeah, probably, it's not but, like it's not it's, not, it's not like, like oh wow I'm gonna, good. Yeah. And like you know, in Gladiolus is fucking walking around. It like this is a man with a 48 inch muscle chest, and he's wearing a a child's extra small T shirt that's just open. So he can show off his fucking gutters. Like, that's... It's not... It's not... It is totally consistent, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I just... So so what it it feels like is, like, you remember that that moment in, like, Game of Thrones where it's, like, the surprise happens when it's, like, oh, you find out that, like, the Lannisters are are banging, right? And you're, like, oh, my God, like, what a surprise that this is happening. God, I hate Game of Thrones. I hate it. I mean... I hate it so much. At least, like when the, the that happens, it's you're like, oh wow, like, like yeah. I was not expecting. Whereas this, like, I I have a feeling like that's the kind of like surprise that they're trying to go for with that specific moment where it's like these two characters are like, oh, they have a relationship. But again, it's like, 
all I saw of these characters was like a 30 right. second cutscene where they were in a meeting together. Right. Like I know nothing about them. Right. Yeah. You, earn, you, you haven't earned this yet. Yeah. It's also, it's just, it's such a gross trope. Yeah. It is the of, grossest trope. Like, I'm going to speak to you as though, like, with complete lack of respect, like you're trash, like you're beneath me. I'm going to be verbally abusive to you. And then we will have sex because it's, that it's, it's so, so it's such a gross old male fantasy. Yes, it's, it's like disgusting. The, it's like so fucking like eighties and nineties movie. Yes, right. Yes, like it's so yes. like fucking Jerry Bruckheimer. Like it's oh, and it's always like the the girl that seems like a good guy, but then she goes into another room and like is like, ooh, now me and the bad guy are alone, so we can fuck. Like yeah, Susan, this fucking scene jumps to like immediately like the queen like the royal queen is like clearly the bad guy like within mm-hmm. 30 seconds like she's not being nice to that teenager who's noble and good and like oh she's with the like tired fucking like he's not sean bean but he's totally sean bean like king motherfucker and he's like been on the road from a long campaign and he's tired and she does the thing like you're a powerful leader and like starts to climb on top of him and like pushes her off and it's just so baldly that oh, old like God. like the, the 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 seductress is evil it's so fucking <sighs> between that and like the fucking music cues straight out of my AA sponsors uh Bear AA sponsor Bear McCreary's fucking songbook of like oh like fuck all of this and yet by the end of the demo i was like here we to play <laughs> this is, this is the, but this is the problem like final fantasy is better than that dude like the kate, stories are yo, better than that kate was like working in a living room with me while i was playing the rest of the demo and mm-hmm. like i got to like the tutorial where it's like teaching you the basics of combat and you're like the young squire in the courtyard of knights and kate was just like what the fuck is this and I was like, what? And she's like, I don't have a horse in this game, but this is like pissing me off. And Kate like got fired up. She's like, what about this is Final Fantasy? What about this is like Final Fantasy? She's like, this looks like every other video game. This looks like tired ass other video game. And she's like, I've been with you for almost a decade and a half. I know Final Fantasy pretty well at this point. And like, mm. even when Final Fantasy is like other video games, it always has a voice. Like, it's always its own thing. And what the fuck is this? And I was like, you got a point. Like, I'm going to see where this goes. But, yeah. Yeah. So where where did it finally win you over? It was that fight with the fucking Lancer. And it was like, all of a sudden, it shifted from Bear McCreary music to being like, I was like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it it does that. that and then it turns into a Panzer Dragoon game, turns which is pretty Panzer, cool. Yeah. Fuck yeah! Uh, and then did you play the iconic challenge? Because even then, like the nope. combat, I was like, didn't want. I don't know. know. This feels really constrictive. Um, like it, the, the the tweet that you made of the scene from Wayne's World is like one hundred percent. At first, it's constrictive, but then it becomes, then it becomes a, part a part of, of you. you. Is talking about like like Garth is talking about. Gar- it's it's like oh, it's like right, a new yeah, pair yeah, of yeah, underwear. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
So that iconic challenge, it's a little bit later in the game. You're infiltrating a castle looking for the guy that, um, like, the, the, the other, like, icon of fire, right? You're looking for somebody in there. And they're straight up like, we're going to give you a bunch of stuff that you won't have at this point yet. Uh, and so you get two additional um, iconic powers to play with, like, the, the different, like, elements. So you get... Um, I forget what the names are, but you get like a wind one and you get a uh, Titan, the rock one. And so the game then becomes you are you are doing your combos, using your abilities. And then while you wait for those abilities to cool down, you switch to another icon. Yeah. Fight with that a little bit. Keep the combo going. Use those abilities. Switch to another icon, which plays completely different. And I'm playing it. I'm like, oh, no, this feels this this feels really good. Yeah, this I is mean, like this so is it's the lightning good sh- returns. It's lightning uh, returns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like lightning returns meets Devil May Cry. Like they awesome, yeah, love yeah. that. And I mean, you guys know that I have. Like I that have shit that, feels that, like Final Fantasy. Yeah, I, I have that brain. I have that Devil May Cry brain. So knowing that this guy, that guy, the Devil May Cry Five guy, was mm-hmm. doing the combat by the end of that boss fight with the lancer i could feel that where that was headed dave like mm-hmm. i was like i like i don't want to see more than this like i'm good here i mm-hmm. want to get the natural mm-hmm. progression i'm happy to to yeah. go forward so um but the, just to say like like where that story goes like you end up going like you meet inside a hall and that that the the, the evil sexy lady is there yeah and you have some like repartee and then two giant like winged beasts like crash in and you're like you have to fight them now and it's just it's a very final fantasy fight like that like that that is the moment where it's like okay tonally it's a bit different but it's like it is a final fantasy like it gets there but yeah yeah, like right out of the gate it's just it's a lot uh last last thing before next topic next topic last last thing before next topic I just want to say, if you want to be porn, just don't lie about it. Exactly. No. Don't fucking lie. Yes. Don't yes. lie. You want to know the difference between you and Senrin Kagura, Final Fantasy? One of you is honest. Yeah. Like, just fucking be honest. Christ, it's not hard. Next topic! <laughs> um, uh, the the not-E3 season more or less came to a close over the last week uh and uh i'm not gonna say we need e3 but maybe next year we need a plan uh video game okay but industry. why do you say this why because because i work i work for the biggest of the video game content publishers and i didn't know that the xbox thing was yeah i had okay. no idea yeah. i yeah, like like I, I saw people online pointing out where it's like, okay, so they they didn't want to do E3 because they all want their own moment in the sun to shine, but then they just put all the presentations back to back against each other anyway, and right, nobody yeah. knows. And without E3 as an organizing as a framework, yeah, framework, no one knows when anything is anymore. I had no idea, and like yeah. it, it's just you know for for somebody who's literally paid to be informed about that shit. Uh, that's just a problem for the rest of the world. It just further segments your audience, I guess, is what I'm saying. Like people are people are not going to be able to know things. But 
Um, some shit got announced that I, I thought looked really cool. I mean, like, Persona 5 Tactics? Fuck yeah, man. Like, that, I'll play the shit out of that. I'll, that yep. metaphor game? Yo, alright. So do you guys remember when that was actually announced? Seven years ago? What metal? Uh, what? Okay. Meta, what? What was it? What is it called again? I like it's, that it's name. Called, is... It's called Meta Metamorpho, right? No, no, no. Metaphor. It's something to Meta re metaphor, re metaphor. No, it's metaphor or something. No, that's good gonna, branding there, Atlas. That's that's good branding. <laughs> Way to I, do it. I'm going metaphor, trying to go back and Fantasio. Metaphor, re Fantasio. I was like, I'm, reason, I'm like, there's a Z in there. I knew that. So, guys, the reason I yeah. I was saying why is it, it's re-metaphor is because this game was announced right after Persona 5 came out. Or just before Persona 5 came so, out. Right. Because it was called, oh, just like it was the fall it, of 16, it, and they were like, hey, Persona 5 is coming, but the team is already hard at work on their next game called Project Re-Fantasy. And they showed off key art from it on their Twitter channel. And so this has been coming for seven fucking years. Wow. Right. I mean, maybe it'll that means it'll be out relatively soon rather than having to wait another six years for the game yeah. to come out and that, like another console generation. This is this is not like a persona situation where they're only just announcing it and then we have to do the whole cycle. This is right. This is seven years after announcement that it's finally happening. It's fucking crazy. Uh, Archipel, the like documentarians on YouTube that do like little mini features on Japanese developers that I've probably ranted at you guys about before. They did like um, not Shoji Mikuro, the guy who directs the Persona three, four, and five. I can't remember his name and directed Catherine, but like they did like a thing on him in early twenty seventeen. And he was, like, talking about, like, moving, like, the P-Studio team onto new projects. And he's like, yeah, you know, now that Persona 5 is done, that, like, half of us are working on, like, this Catherine remake, like, re-release. And half of us are making re-fantasy. And it's going to be my first real fantasy game. And so there's, like, all this art from then. And it turns out he's just making a fucking persona game with horses the whole time that's what the trailer looks like oh you just made fucking persona with horses all right i watching that trailer heart rate literally increased got like cheers coming i'm like (laughs) oh god yeah so that was that was my reaction to that i just want to mess with those menus they, have, yeah. they they make really good menus. They really do. They they're the best menu makers. What was there anything else that like really like got your guys goat? That got you pumped? I mean Starfield obviously. Starfield obviously. Uh, I feel like Starfield is just going to be interesting. Like no matter what. Like uh, I think we were talking about it a couple days ago on text. Like I'm probably not going to play it as much as you. No, of course not. No, it's just not my thing. But like I can't wait to see it. Like I find it fascinating. I, a friend of mine tweeted, it's just Fallout 4 in space, you rubes. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like I genuinely don't understand the point you're making, my bro, because that's but, all I need. Why? And also, why isn't the scale of realizing that really interesting? 
Like, why isn't right. that enough of an innovation? Because you couldn't fucking make <laughs> Fallout or Skyrim in space even six or seven years ago with commercially available hardware. Like, it would have been impossible to do that. This is, this is like a, like this is what people thought No Man's Sky was going to be. This is what mm. they thought it was, and now it's yeah. real though. Well, like, I mean, like, No Man's Sky became that oh, after yeah. like five years, <laughs> it but took, yeah, seven, it took half a decade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I. It's crazy how much that game has changed. Yeah, I, I. They need to stop using the word NASA punk. But I really like the aesthetic of that game. I love the like. I mean, like it makes sense, like why they use that. But like, stop I it! Love, no, it's dumb. No, no, it's dumb. Don't give them that. No. But I also I love like the look that they're going for, which is like, what if it just looked like stuff that actually exists, but could yeah. also make it like super far into space? Like that's cool. I love, love the that. like eighties, like you know Apollo eleven, Apollo thirteen, you know seventies, eighties, like all that. <laughs> I love the look of that stuff. So, like, the fact that they're just taking that and going further in that direction is really cool. Um, no, it's neat. It's, like, like I'm not, like, a super Bethesda RPG kind of person. Like, I appreciate them from a distance, but they don't, like, really do it for me. Um, this might be the first one that, like, really gets its hooks into me, though. Like, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a shot. I'm going to guess. Cool. I'm, going to, I'm going to guess. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> I don't think you enjoy both the way Bethesda tells stories and the kinds of stories that Bethesda tells. Yeah. True. And that's all. I mean, this is the thing. Bethesda, everybody, oh, you, why can't look? It's going to be broken. Some part of it yeah. is going to be broken at <laughs> Just launch. Is. I, I Just know is. this. But the one thing that Bethesda does really well is Bethesda understands how to tell stories and how to give you a playground to go run around it and let you be a character that you envision. They, they don't do it as well as Obsidian does. No. But they, but, they, but they do it really well. They have that framework and now they have stuck that framework in space. Yeah. I will Jeez. say it is interesting that no one in that 30-minute trailer like really mentioned story. At all. It was all about like customization and combat and like exploration and stuff. But they, yeah, but yeah, like no, like they were taught, like there was that bit at the end where everyone was like talking about like, what's your favorite aspect of Starfield? And I don't think any person mentioned either story or writing in it, which again, yeah. like you're not, it's not really what you're showing. And I think you want to leave some like surprise to the viewer, but all, yeah, it did, that did stand out to me. Um, yeah. No, I'm I'm and the fact that it's Game Pass too, like just the fact that I can try it with no obligation. Oh yeah. Yeah. I like that. What is what what do you guys think is the one game in the Xbox uh presentation that I was like, yeah, day one. Whatever oh. looked the worst. Oh, oh. oh Cap Capcom announcing a third person action game with like a Japanese gods aesthetic. Oh, but no, but that looked beautiful. That looks fucking tight. I thought it was yeah. on Lucia first. Sign me up. I'm Every single ready. color that a that a television can render, they are using it, and I love it. It was literally like like the whole uh, the episode we recorded a couple of months ago that was like all about like your experience of your favorite thing. Like, and I was like ranting about Capcom. I was like, ooh, they did it again. Yay! <laughs> yeah, yay! And everybody's like Dragon's Dog, but I was like, man, fuck your dead-eyed weird mannequin fantasy people. Give me that shit. 
Give me the colors. Give me, give me the fucking Oni sword Musha, combos. Like, go- ghost trick looking. Like, oh yeah, son. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I you know, that was fun. Uh, was there Alan any? Wake any... Looks... Alan Wake looks. Alan Wake. I mean, here's great. here's my thing. I don't want to see any more Alan Wake. No. Stop it. I don't want to show it. I don't want. Stop it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to know it. Just tell me when it's coming out. Let me buy a thermos. I cannot believe there of all the people who should be doing a, a, a special edition. Yeah, Jesus Didn't Christ! They, do you understand? No. Do, we aren't they selling Alan a thermos? No, uh, so they are selling a thermos. You can oh, buy they a thermos. Gonna, oh, they're going to sell okay. a thermos. But they I won't sell a this. physical copy of the game, but they will no. sell a Guys, thermos. They're, they're so full of shit. Like the whole thing of being like, "Oh, Epic's publishing it, and we're not going to be doing a physical edition." And like, I'm sure that was part of the publishing deal. Epic is not interested in the cost oh, of, for sure. of yeah. manufacturing, warehousing, and retailing anything. Yeah. In, uh, there are plenty of entities who I guarantee you, it probably yeah. won't be LRG, given like the whole, you know, fucking vibe of Remedy. Mark my words, a year a year from now, six months outside of the launch window of that game where they don't want to cannibalize digital sales, mm-hmm. I am 8-bet will announce... Mm-hmm. Here is Alan Wake 2 with Alan Wake 1 and American Dream and yeah. uh, everything. And you'll be able to get your Xbox disc. There will be a PlayStation 5 disc. Uh, the whole shebang. I I bet you they fucking do like a, a like a mod, like a classic fucking PC box like version of it even. Like it'll happen. Do that um, with a flashlight in there. I will throw money at you and they know that they know that that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying like alan wake fans are crazy right and like we're nuts the whole the whole fucking thing was oh uh uh there's no uh psychonauts 2 is gonna be digital only digital only it's gonna be only on game pass and then what happened uh eight, eight nine months after that i am 8 bit Oh, I yeah, buy right. your yeah. Psychonauts to limited edition. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it'll it'll happen. Uh, I can't remember. But, but to your to your point about we need an E three, which I do agree, we need some sort of organizing framework. Yeah. But also, I feel like I'm getting monkey's pawed because. <laughs> I people say like oh I hate these presentations it's just trailer after trailer after trailer after trailer I counter with okay I am done having the awkward ass banter that is like yes great great job Jeremy shut up no stop it like that awful scripted so fake that's delivered so inauthentically I hate it but then that's terrible actually no wait can I caveat that yes there's only one person who I want to do it forever there's only one, I mean, come on. Ladies and gentlemen, I oh, present to uh, you okay. Alan Wake 2. He's returned, and this time the demons are really out to get him for the most social experience. Um, yeah. Sorry. Or, alternatively, the kids from Spider-Man. I would yeah. also let them do it. That would be amazing. <laughs> but we got, what we got was Jeff Keighley no. and Sam Lake unscripted Ugh. chatting. It was torture Didn't, like it's it looked like like jeff Keeley almost spoiled something like in the middle of that interview and like sam lake had to be like uh uh <laughs> what the fuck are you doing 
Did he? I uh, well, that. Jeff, uh, you'll just have to play the game to find out, you oh, son no. of a bitch. What this was he talking about? I don't I forget, remember. I forget what, like, what Jeff said, but, like, Sam Lake had one of those, like, uh... <laughs> Uh, moments like during their little but yeah it's just like or like Nicolas Cage talking about like oh the, the gamers and the that was gold I, I mean from it was beginning it's great. to end it was amazing but again it's just like like this like why is this why is this show two hours like why yeah, yeah. why are yeah. we yeah. filling this yeah with oh my god I don't know like oh here's my, my thing should have like, been just, an email just just do trailers back to back, like no. just or Nintendo Direct, like I like because or the Nintendo place, Direct. Okay, the I will give you that as well. Was fucking horrible, and that oh, was, was just trailers back to back. But like, like Nintendo Direct is the. But model. that was terrible because it looked like shit. Yeah, yeah was, like there was nothing like interesting. Shit. Like, I, was there anything like? Yes, shit. I need to play that. Not really. No, not at all. Uh, like, <laughs> just make make Nintendo Direct. 40 Nintendo minutes. Direct is the gold standard. Yeah, forty I minutes. Agree. 30 yep. second trailers, light contextualization about when something is coming out, when it's not, yep. who's making Move it. Move on. Move yep. on. Wrong! Yep. Like, like that's the, <laughs> just do that. Do that. It's not hard. Yeah. Uh, no. Um, well, it's hard to make it look that easy. Uh, yeah, I guess it's hard to make it look that yeah. easy. Not everybody. God, I miss Satoru Iwata. I, like, it's killing Direct me. To you. Like, yeah. Nobody. And like, Reggie. Jesus, I miss Reggie. Get that Reg. Get Reggie. Uh, I will. I will contend forever that the Nintendo Direct at E3 2014, where Robot Chicken produced the bumpers for the Nintendo Direct. Yeah, and they were Didn't like, they, like, where are you gonna, Mother Three fan yeah, in the yeah, audience? When are you gonna give us Mother Three, Reggie? And then Reggie which uses I get, a fire flower to melt him. I, I and guess it's not my problem. It was amazing. Give a middle finger to your fans, I guess, but it is funny. Hey, I, Wait, I is that it. the one where they were Muppets? Yes, the Muppets showed up at okay. the end of that one. Yeah, that is the one hey. good thing to come out of Star Fox Zero. It was, one. it was, it was, it was perfect. So I, good. No notes. Your Muppets. Yeah, <laughs> like just. Uh, speaking of people that are Muppets, who the fuck would the show? <laughs> who would do this? You harsh but fair. Fucking Muppets. These. These. You, like a like a like a British gangster, you and a, you muppet, and a guy, you 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 muppet, I you muppet. I was talking I was talking to a friend from Britain a couple of days ago, and he referred to a bunch of stupid people as these mentalists, and I was wow. like, I'm using that forever. That's the funniest thing. That's like a that magician. Wow. Like that's the the funniest thing I've heard since all bitched up. Like that is. <laughs> I'm gonna use it for life. I for don't life. understand why that's funny. It's just, just what it is. Oh, it's so funny. It's, <laughs> I, th- I mean, I think it's the consonants. It's like the L's, like all bitched up. Like it's just so. It's, it's got a good mouthfeel. Wow. <laughs> it just sounds so right. All right, who's at fault? Uh, Patreon. Our Patreon back is patreon.com forward slash continue podcast. Uh, we welcome any and all support to the show. You keep the lights running. Uh, but there are a section of you that I'm going to shout out on the show right now at the $10 backer level and above. We've got Josh Jamie Souza, Toast, Adam Gauntlet, Michael Coffee, Shirley L., The Fancy Manatee, Stormshot, Matthew Peters, Denton Brock, Gluttony One of Seven, Frank Sands, Tyler Nilsson, Shane Nilsson, Yaddle, 
Ryan Brady, Jacob Christos, Chris Cook, Christian Fisher, Skip Dippity, Canonical, Tom Coveney, and Nick Rugen. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you all from from the bottom of my tax paying heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, those of you in the Discord, understand what that's about. The the they they are backers. Thank you so much for your your backer dollars. Gave my seven year old the experience of playing Street Fighter Six, which I guess I guess we'll talk about next time. Uh, the short version, she loves it. But then we put back on Street Fighter V, the game that everybody, including her father, hates. And she's like, this is better. And I was Ooh. like, wow. Okay. Her answer? She, she says it's better because she knows it. Like, it's not just that she knows it. They're, her exact words, more characters. And it's so mm, funny. Oh, I always want yep. like smaller roster. And all she cares about is having the big character roster hey, of all can, the characters. Can I recommend with. to you actual fighting game Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, which has like it's, too, it's a terrible, terrible it's, game. She get, like she hates it. It's it's, it's too, too she, much. It's too floaty. It's like yeah. she she um, wants she doesn't like how it's not reactive enough. Yeah, like she's. Yeah. I wish that game was more fun to play because having yeah. eight thousand characters. From a million games, uh, yeah. oh, is okay. really cool. Okay, but 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 yeah. Marvel versus Capcom two. So yes. that's that's the take, one. Take, take like, it for a ride. I like, dude, Anthony. So there's no good way to play it right now. Like, yep, yes, there so is. You hook up your Dreamcast. No, she can't handle the controller. She hates it. Oh, uh, that's yeah. fair. That's uh, yeah. fair. But that's that's the issue. Okay. Like, yeah, like yeah. It's it. Trust me. And so we we ha- like it's easy for us to play on the big TV in the living room. Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom Three. Yeah, that's too squishy and weird. What she she mm. really needs like two. So, yeah, and you you get you get yourself. Redream. You gotta get yourself an eight uh, bit dough controller. Yep. Hook that up yep. to your PC. Remap those controls, and oh, you got Jesus. yourself a stew going. Yeah, you got yourself a stew going. Uh, all right, I'm telling you where you can follow us on the internet. You know where you follow us. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Everybody who's listening know. to this has Google. You got Google. Uh, Susan, where can people follow you? Uh, you can find me on the Bird app. Uh, if you want to, that's fine. Uh, at Susan Arndt, you can find me on Blue Sky. If you have migrated over there, at Susan Arndt uh, or at SusanArndt.BlueSky.Social, and uh, I will uh, tell you my thoughts about bad television shows, like Lo- From, which is a bad television show. From, what yes. is that? What is From? Did you just like stop talking, or is that the name of the <laughs> no, show? That's the name. Of, that's na- That's the that's the name of the show. It wants to be lost. Uh, to the to the to the point that it it stars Harold Perrineau, who is wonderful. He's what I have to say. He, I rewatched the uh, Romeo and Juliet movie. He is oh, amazing so in that movie. Good. He's so good. He is so freaking good in that. Oh my god, he's a great actor. Yeah. No. Uh. So yeah. First season, all like practical mystery, family on in the RV going on vacation. La 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 la. la. Ends up in a town you can't escape from. No matter how you try to leave, oh. you end up back in town. Oh, by the way, monsters come out of the woods at night and tear you limb from limb. Oh, you no. have to be inside with the doors and windows shut with one of these talismans on the, the door. Great, great That setup. sounds great. 
fabulous, wonderful. And then season two is all symbolism. It's all full of chicanas so, yeah, because so it is they lost. represent rebirth. Yeah. And then there's a lighthouse, but it's a dream sequence. Does anyone have does uh, Does anyone have to input a code into a computer every 108 minutes, or something they do, happens? That... They do not. Okay. They Boo. They do not. Man, Dave, where can people follow you? Fucking fucking lost. Yeah, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at David Robots. Also, I'm on the Blue Sky now. David Robots there. I'm not super active, but depending on how yeah. much more on fire Twitter gets, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, follow me there. Also, uh, Letterboxd. Um, I don't know. I've been like rewatching a bunch of stuff in my kid. Like, I don't know if I have like a recommendation that's like something weird that people might not have seen. Um, I will say. The World's End is a lot better of a movie than I remember it being. Oh, it's having, very good. Having some mile, put some miles on me. The first I, time I, I watched it, I was wait, like, "Is that which one is that? Is that's that the, that's the last one? It's the one where like it's all the high school friends back together, and like the uh, like is, Simon is it the Peg Simon plays, Peg movie? It's the Simon yeah, Peg movie. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Okay, because there's plays a the movie... asshole who listens to Sister of, Sisters of Mercy and like yeah. there's robots and stuff. I was trying to there's go get a, There's a movie with a very similar title. That Seth Rogen. Oh, different. No, I watched that one. by mistake, trying to watch this. No, this is the end. That's bad. This is the end. Okay. It's the other one. Uh, okay. Yeah, the world's end. I, I part of me after I didn't like it when I saw it in the theater, and then I realized like maybe I was feeling a little too seen by that picture. Yeah. Well, that's like it's it's way like it's like you watch Shaun of the Dead, you watch Hot Fuzz. They're like really tight. Really, yeah. just like so well constructed, everything's got setups and payoffs. Jokes yeah. are like constant callbacks. Like the edit, it's always. World's End has some of that, but it's nowhere near as like. T- it's way messier, which yeah. kind of fits what they're going I, it, for it, with the story. There's, there's nothing about that movie that isn't thematically aligned. Like yeah. that's yeah, uh, that's a cool movie. Yeah, um, that's good. It it. Yeah. it it hits a lot harder once you've got a few failures under your belt. I'll I'll say that. Yeah. Uh you can follow me on Twitter and Blue Sky. It's both A John and Agnello. Um I fitfully appear on both places. Uh and I always forget to tell recommend my other podcast, uh Video Game Grooves, where we just recorded a, a great episode about a great album for a game called uh no Tom of Wind, PS1 game. Oh, that was, yeah, that just soundtrack about, kicks ass. Soundtrack kicks ass. It just it showed super, up in my YouTube queue one day. I was like, what is this? Amazing episode. And I, I, I want to just uh, point people to that because uh, a great young journalist named Matt Umbler from the UK joined us. And uh, he's he's just doing great work. He's like really like it's the kind of journalism in games that I used to love. So... Uh, go listen to that. And we'll see you in two weeks, everybody. Bye.